Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's just, before Daddy comes up, let me just, uh, a little more understanding I have about the topic. As Daddy said, as Pastor Jeffs also said uh, earlier today, that this uh, theme is deep. Uh, the living son of God. Uh, we, I will leave that for Daddy. But let me just, let me just say one or two things around um, something. Let's say Amen. amen. Father, we thank you for grace. We thank you for utterance. You know, the Lord defined utterance for me earlier today. Utterance is the ability to paint in your natural language things that can almost not be painted in natural language. So uh, when, when we're talking spiritual things, uh, one of the limitations that we sometimes have is the language in which we are speaking. That language cannot actually accurately uh, explain things that are in spirit. Now, every time we fall into that place of trying to use natural language to explain spiritual things, uh, we, tend to, we tend to force below the mark because um, it takes a whole lot of utterance to paint spiritual realities in natural language. Uh, God does not speak English. God is spirit, as Daddy said earlier today. But we'll try as the Lord will lead us. Matthew chapter 16. Matthew 16, um, that John 6:57 that is uh, the theme. I read it, I reread it, I listened to the whole book of John, and I was like, well, I had just I just listened and I agreed with what Pastor Jeff said that that is very very deep. Thank you for that charge uh, this uh, morning. Um, uh, then this morning session was a blessing. Uh, John chapter 16 from verse 13. When Jesus came, John chapter, sorry, not John, sorry, Matthew, sorry, Matthew chapter 16, Matthew 16, Matthew 16 from verse 13. It says, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Verse 15, he said unto them, but whom say ye? that I am. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Verse 17, And Jesus answered and said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. 18, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Let's say amen. Now, from this scripture, we see um, a breakthrough that happened on the face of the earth at that time. This is a monumental occurrence on the face of the earth. This, something like this had never happened before. It hadn't happened before. No human being had, gathered, had ever had a direct connection to the father outside of our lord jesus christ up until this time and this was the you meant jesus christ did many things before this time and but this was the first time that he looked at a being and said blessed he called peter blessed because of an incursion of a thought that was ages ahead of his of his existence you know the death and resurrection of our, jesus, of our lord jesus christ ushered in a brand new age before that age, no one had access to this kind of thinking. It was not in the realm of men. Things could have happened upon the face. Men were healed. Blind men walked. 
a lame to a blind man talked, a lame as a blind man saw, lame man walked. All sorts of things happened upon the face of the earth. But this was the first time that blessing truly came to a human being. And our Lord Jesus Christ looked at him when he said, Thou art, he said, Jesus, to paraphrase, he says, Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. I said, ah. So where did you fetch that thought from? It could only have come from my father. And the, he, he now pushed it further to say that upon that rock, he called it a rock. A rock is a place where you put foundation. He called it a rock. He called that, that, that activity, he called that experience a rock. He said, upon this rock, what is that rock? That, that arrangement that allowed for an incursion of a thought beyond man to come to the earth. He said, upon that, I will build my church. That means to say that, to put it very simply, the church is founded on the activity of receiving revelation. Without revelation, there's no birthing of the church. So for us to get to a point where we get tired of revelation, we are tired of our roots. And may we never be tired of our roots. Our foundation is revelation. The word birth, the church, was a thought that came. Paul, Jesus said, nobody could. He said, you had to have heard from my father. My, now the only, the only person that knew that about Jesus up until that time was Jesus. It was only Jesus and the father that knew he was the Christ, the son of the living God. And then here along came Peter, the most unlikely of fellows. The most unlikely of us came and just blurted out of the blue. I say you are Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the Living God. He spelt out the entire uh, uh, curriculum of our salvation program in that one sentence: Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the Living God. And Jesus said, "You are blessed." He said, "You are blessed." He said, "You are blessed because flesh and blood." You had you had zoomed into another. Your radar was 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 was, was, was recalibrated to receive thoughts outside of your existence, outside of your level of existence. And he said that will, that is going to lead to a change in your name. He said, "I will no longer call you Simon. I will call you Peter. Why? Because you have changed identity." So the the birthing of the church is a change of identity. Now that change of identity, I know we are speaking about the Son of the God. Um, Many where words can be used to, any synonyms in the spirit can be used to describe that statement when Jesus Christ said, oh, upon this rock, upon that reality, upon the revelation of the knowledge that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, I will build my church. That I will build my church, you could also say, I will feed my flock. You could also say, I will groom my bride. All those are activities of process. Now it's good for us to know. Now, one of the reasons I perceive why sometimes some people would struggle with the unfolding realities of the kingdom as light increases is that we tend to forget or we, 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 we have this misguided uh, conception that the fall of man was an event. It wasn't an event. It's a process. The fall of man is a process. When you have that as a reality, you will know that to come out of it also must be a process. The fall of man is not something that ended with Adam. It started with Adam and will end with the Antichrist. When man will fall completely. And then there will be a, a complete representation of what is called fall upon the earth. But to mitigate that, the mercy of God, which is where we sometimes find issues. The mercy of God is following man in his fall. The mercy of God is following man. So... Imagine when they want, if they wanted to preach the gospel to someone like Adam, 
after the fall started. The gospel that was going to have been preached to Adam will not be the gospel that's preached to man today because man has fallen further. Now the gospel is a technology that the Lord has earmarked to chase man, to follow man to his roots, just before, to, to make sure that man does not get to that end, to save man from that ultimate splat that the enemy has planned for him. Now, when the gospel is being recalibrated according to man's fall, there's every tendency for us to think that that present calibration is what the gospel is. No. I will explain. With Peter or Paul, when Paul, if Paul, I know sometimes this thought bothers me. When Paul, if Paul was going to be an evangelist today and walk the face of the earth and preach what we call the gospel, what kind of gospel will come out of Paul's mouth? Paul will preach a gospel at the level of the revelation of Christ that he has, for to make people begin to see almost immediately. I, mean, I, I wonder, I say, if, Paul, if Paul preached the gospel to me, I'm sure I will not spend too much time in milk. Your eyes will quickly be open. Sometimes so you just start hungering for the next level. Now, because man began to fall, 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 have you ever wondered how it is that you can preach doctrine of demons and people still get born again? Those are thoughts that play out in my mind. How, how is it? Now, that is the mercy of God. God has left it that Getting born again, he has made it look that it may such that I'm sure that thing frustrates Satan till tomorrow. You will preach doctrine of demons, you will preach things that are not that are not really the gospel, and somehow spirits are still raised. And the 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 the, uh, the, the, the negative well, it's not really negative, but the 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 part that the, the part of that kind of gospel is that if you stay there, the, the unfortunate I'm not used the word unfortunate because once a spirit is raised, there's potential. Once the spirit is revived, it's potential. So you preach some people, they, what the gospel they heard to get them born again was that God will make give you money. You are broke, come to Jesus. And they get born again. But because that was what was preached, and it wasn't, you know, that was the Lord chasing that soul. If, if you cannot preach that kind of gospel in days of Peter or days of Paul, it would not hold water. But because man has fallen from there, man is still falling. Now there is a, there is a gospel that the Lord is using just to harvest. He's using to harvest to bring us. I'm going to where we're still going to come to where we are going because the gospel actually, God, God, the gospel is what Jesus came to, came to preach. Yes, the, the Bible said, God, Jesus Christ preached the gospel of the kingdom, or you can you, know, you can pay, you can call it the everlasting gospel. That was what was in the mouth of the Lord Jesus. But man has so fallen that if you preach the everlasting gospel, men may not be able to relate with it. So the mercy of God arranged also what I might call in my own parlance quarter to gospel to raise man to the point where he can begin to eat. You know that scripture that uh, that suggests put the candle burning put as the theme. He says, if you can put it up, um, 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 John six fifty seven. I never thought I would go there, but I think there's a link. John, John 6.57 says, As the living Father has sent me, I, I live by the Father. So he that eateth me, shall he, even he shall live by me. To eat Christ, or to eat, to eat the, the everlasting, to eat things everlasting. You don't have that mouth when you first got born again. You lack the mandible, you lack the dentition in the spirit to mastigate meals according to this level. And the Lord will not, otherwise he will be an evil father, to feed you this meal. When you, So no, he won't. He will bring you a meal that will train you. He will train you. Most of us, sometimes you, when you get born again, you know when you get born again, you say, ah, Jesus met you. I can tell you, brother, more often than not, what you had interaction with was the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is responsible for, for making you spiritual. When you become spiritual, then you have the dentition in the spirit to be able to masticate the bread that actually is the gospel. The gospel actually
actually begins with Jesus. And until Jesus is ingested, we have not begun to tap into what the gospel is. But there are many other things we can do for to prepare us. To prepare us. Like I was, re- I was watching re- uh, earlier today, someone was, was giving us a short clip and was saying that any, if Jesus is, Jesus is not the focus of anything you are doing, sometimes even your expressions in the spirit will lack, will lack veracity in the spirit. Why? Because Jesus is supposed to be the focus. But in the beginning, sometimes they won't tell you about Jesus. They will just tell you about being spiritual. Most of us, we are starting to be corrected, but most of us, our first incursion into things spiritual was not even by the Lord. Your first, when you first heard things spirit, when you heard spirit, it was not the Lord. It was movie. That was your first incursion. And you held that as a reality. And when you get born again, they have to unwind those definitions from you by teaching you what it truly means to be in the spirit. What, why, why, why are they teaching you what it means to be in the spirit? Why? Because you need to have enough enough instruments to begin to ingest Christ when Christ comes. So the preaching of the 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 the, the meal that 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 is earmarked for the church to eat, which is actually Jesus. Jesus is our meal from the beginning to the end. But Jesus is not the meal that we can start eating in the beginning. And it's good for us to humbly know that that is true, because there's a, there are so many other things that that the Lord has earmarked or has left for us to be able to come to to bring us to the point where we can actually begin to ingest Jesus, ingesting Jesus or or taking pieces or breaking the bread that is Jesus is a is a, is a, is a, is a, is a high operation not so high but it's but it's not the operation for from for as it were for milk level no though it is though jesus is still a, a kind is he's still he say a kind of him i got where somebody once put it he said your first interaction with things spiritual will be milk that is and milk is breast but you see when you see meat meat is the person himself you know you can you can you can express milk and put it in the fridge and give a baby to drink but if you are going to give that baby a piece of yourself, you have to cut out a piece. That is a piece of you. Now, Jesus is called the meal, the bread of life. He needs to be broken to bite-sized pieces for us to ingest. Before that will occur, there has to be a certain level of growth. There has to be a certain level we stand in the spirit. So, the, the, for, us to, to con- you know, for us to conclude that the gospel is anything lower than the preaching of Jesus... And I'm talking about saying preacher of Jesus. I mean the person of him, not what he does. There are many things he does for to bring. When Jesus Christ walked the face of the earth, he went every day, he healed. He healed and he healed, excuse me. He healed and he healed. In fact, he healed, he healed. You see Matthew chapter 4, he, 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 he organized healing meetings. Why? To gather people for to hear the gospel. Now, that healing, even though it is Jesus doing it, is just a, a heralder of his person saying, come oh, I'm around. Okay, now I have something to tell you. Now that I've been able to gather you by healing, I've been able to gather you by, by, by whatever means, now come and hear the gospel. And in Matthew chapter 5, he started breaking down, as it were, gospel to them. For Matthew chapter 4, the Bible says he went everywhere healing and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. So, so things like healing, things like, like, like precursors to the gospel, are things to, for, to gather you to, to, to or to train your, 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 your faculties to begin to be able to assimilate Jesus Christ as a meal. So the, 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 the church, we, we as the church, we are blessed in the fact, uh, in, uh, uh, we are blessed by the fact that the Lord has not, has not just left us with the, what I call, quarter to gospel. He's not showing us the real gospel itself. Now the fear, the fear, uh, the, the, the concern I have always had for myself uh, and, and, and when, when, when the frontiers of the gospel have been moved is that we must not be so comfortable in, in, the, in the advertisement that we forget the substance itself. 
We are kind of like people who just watch TV and like the advert, and the advert is so beautiful, and we refuse to go out and get the toothpaste that's been advertised. You just look at the advert and say, wow, what, what an advert. Wow, I like the color. And you stay there, advert, 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 advert. A lot of the things that the Lord just, even in the elementary stages of our entry into the, uh, into the uh, entry into realities in the spirit, is just to herald the, 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 the preaching of the gospel. Because if we don't, if, if we do not leave those realms, then we can be, we can fall into the trap that I think was written in John chapter 16. Let's look at John chapter 16, which is one fearful place that, uh, that, that a soul must, must trust God not to get to. John chapter 16. John chapter 16. These things, John from verse 1, Jesus is speaking. He says, these things have I spoken unto you so that you will not be offended. He says, they shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think he doeth God's service. I don't want to get to a point in my walk in God that I will begin to accuse the speakings of God. That comes when we do not follow the cloud that it is moving. When we refuse to follow the cloud, we get stuck. And when we get stuck, when the Lord is moving, we begin to say it's not the Lord. We get offended. Now, the Lord is very comfortable, I don't know why, but he is, he's, not, he's not perturbed when, when the gospel is misunderstood. I don't know why, he's not. I was just thinking about it because of the, I say, one of the most misunderstood people to, to tomorrow is still Jesus. And he has not done anything out of the ordinary to disabuse people's minds. He's waiting. What is he waiting for? He's waiting for some that would take him in that form and receive him. Once they receive him, they are receiving him, first of all, to be like Joseph, receiving him so that they will be able to save others who did not receive him that way. But there's a benefit for receiving him that way. And that, that way is what the everlasting gospel or the son of the living God comes to us. As if, if, we, if by the mercy of God, we are able in the days of our flesh to, to trap that everlasting, what you call everlasting life, which is the reality of the gospel itself. I tell you, we are made. We are made in the spirit in that we have we got to, we've gotten to a certain level of of safety in the spirit that will not fall below. And we trust God that we will get there. So why the Lord has raised people like our dad, see things that seem, that, that, that seem they may seem outlandish to a, to, to, to a young person, a young soul in the spirit. But I, I guess that you just, just follow through that thought. Follow through that, as daddy said earlier today. If you follow through that thought sincerely, not, 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 not in with an accusatory mind, but sincerely, follow that thought sincerely, you will see that of a truth, what the Lord has brought to us is deliverance. There are, there are, there are realities about God that we are still going to break into. That if we need a whole lot of stature for us to assimilate and that is the stature that's been given to us in the preaching of the son of the living God. Pastor Lake said earlier today that Jesus needs to be unveiled again and our, our progress in the realm of spirit and in things spiritual or things everlasting is the revelation of Jesus. Jesus the man Nazareth from Jesus of Nazareth to Jesus the Christ to Jesus the son of the living God to Jesus the only begotten son of God once those we, are, once we move from juncture to juncture and all those are understanding or pieces of the meal of the person of Jesus, the bread that we're supposed to ingest. As we ingest this bread, we, we come into these estates in the spirit. As, as we come there, then we also, all of us, will find mercy for God to escape that place of accusing what the Lord is doing. May we never get there. May we never be the place where we are standing and we are accusing life. 
we've done it we are not we have done it in the time past because of ignorance but when the lord is shining light on in, in seasons like this may our hearts all agree may our hearts all agree that is the burden of the lord for his two children is that when his revelation is being revealed nobody will call it heresy we will call it heresy you call it heresy based on a low level understanding and you call you and and you have not you you sometimes we even lack the yardsticks to even judge what is called heresy you don't have the parameters in your soul your soul isn't configured to even know what is right or what is wrong if we and if we and, and but because of the pride and the and the and the and the the, the, the arrangement of darkness you know when they said i will build my church when jesus Christ said i will build my church there was another building you know when they said fall of man fall of man is a raising of man also somewhere it's a raising of man in abilities to see ultimately see god and say i do not want you that is the complete fall of man but that is what the everlasting gospel has come to mitigate against it's going to it's come to 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 reverse that operation and it did that by building his church he ended that statement by saying and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it that is our destiny gates of hell or gates of hell and death we can say it to put it that way are, are, are going to confront the church they will confront the church because it is according to it's according to the the everlasting program one of the last enemies to be destroyed one of the last enemies that the that the church will rise up against by reason of stature is hell and death and the church is supposed to stand according to the to the to the to the uh, uh, the, the mandate of jesus it will, the church will stand against it we're supposed to be so fortified against hell that hell will not find root first of all in us and also wherever the church has gained ground let's say amen so we have a whole lot of. Is, I, I perceive that I, I believe there's not there's no time for us to be uh, uh, dilly dallying with truth. There's no time for us to be dilly dallying with truth. The everlasting gospel that is being preached to us in this season, because the gospel is actually everlasting life. That is what Jesus came to preach. When you hear the gospel of the kingdom, what is actually preaching is everlasting life, and it is what the son of the son of the living God represented, even by his by his uh, uh, his foray upon the face of the earth. When Jesus Christ was doing ministry, he was doing it with everlasting strength and was doing with the everlasting gospel in his mouth and that is the gospel for our, for our deliverance that is the gospel for the raising of the church the points that the gates of hell will not prevail so let's trust god for a whole lot of mercy in this season as the lord is speaking through his servant he's declaring his counsel he's declaring the very present emphasis of jesus over his house may we find mercy to say amen may we find mercy to say your lord yes lord even if you don't fully understand it the way you will still understand it your your first part of call should be this is the lord speaking i take it this is the lord speaking i take it and you will find that as you continue to continue to to, to romance those thoughts your understanding will break out and i'm finding brethren that the turnaround time for understanding is becoming less and less it's becoming less and less as we agree with those thoughts understanding is breaking faster understanding is breaking faster the lord is raising men that will be will not be tired of learning him because he's an endless program the person we have been called to learn by the grace of god is one that has no end he has no end he actually has no end the son of god and god are equal according to scriptures and if you are learning the son of god you are learning you, you have you have been rolled into a school that you will never graduate from because the course does not end so we must trust god for a whole lot of strength a whole lot of discipline of the spirit a whole lot of hunger a whole lot of desire in our hearts to break into the realities that are being painted as 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 uh, they are not even esoteric but as 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 high as they may seem now 
I tell you, a time will come. Because it also came also in the time of our Lord Jesus. They were, they were, this was how our father raised him. He raised him first to be Christ, then raised him to be everlasting father, and finally raised him to be son of God. He went through the same curriculum. And because he went through it and finished it, he has said, you also, you have the ability to finish it. You also have the grace. The grace is upon the house for to finish this gospel. So please, let's trust the Lord. Let's trust him in this season that we will not fall short of divine energy or spiritual energy for to complete our learning. And to complete the learning is not to finish the course as it were, although we'll finish it, yes, but the course is an endless one. It's an endless course. We'll break into another level of learning that will be far beyond where we are now and we'll continue to go from light to light to light. we break into the realms of God. Let's say amen. I'd like to have us to pray one prayer. The Lord will grant us stamina stamina in days ahead we have not yet heard things if we are if we are running with men and we are fainting then we've run with horses what will we say can we ask the lord for stamina stamina to follow the trajectory of everlasting life as it's being preached the lord should be free to speak free he should be he should be able to speak freely in our midst speak freely in our midst to bring us up even into the even to the truths that he, that he has earmarked for us even to come to the curriculum of life and salvation let's ask the lord for strength let's ask the lord for stamina in the name of jesus